0: Hi, my name is Jovi. And my name is Charlie. And you're listening
1: to Bad, Bad Crime stories. stories, a
0: weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night.
1: Hello. Welcome,
0: everybody. Welcome back. Uh, hope today is finding you well. Um, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like an old-timey newscaster, like, hello, everybody. I hope. <laughs> Home today is uh, finding you well, and I
1: feel like Delilah. Yeah, Del- yeah, yeah. Delilah. We should do a challenge to see oh. how long if you could do like a whole story like that. Oh God, no! I would never subject our listeners to that.
0: It's <laughs> awful. Um. Yeah. Well, did you hear mm-hmm. about? Um. Because I know I didn't pull any true crime headlines. Nope, neither did I. But did you hear about that cuckoo story? And I'm I'm hoping that by the time this does get published, we have uh, like a. Uh, answer to this crazy mystery Uh but there was uh very recently earlier this week a she's a a person a corrections officer at a jail Mm -hmm. um and now i can't remember fucking what city or what state she's in and she disappeared with a inmate what who was in prison i think for life for murder
1: no way
0: and like at first the way that they were playing it was that like maybe she was under duress okay right and that he like because the whole thing was like they left the jail so she could take him to some like psych evaluation at okay. the, in for the county or whatever but then they never returned oh and at first, they were like, you know, she is an exemplary employee. She would never do this, blah, 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 blah. But then, like, as you start kind of, like, reading into it, mm-hmm. it seems as though they, like, ran, ran away, away together. together. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I and didn't hear just, this. it's like, so cuckoo bananas. And, like, she... Um, now, of course, I'm getting my information from multiple sources, yeah. including the Tic Tacs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and I had heard that she, um, like, she had all of this property... Wherever she's from, I want to say like Alabama or Arkansas, one of one of those like very rural, uh, community uh, states. Right. She had all of this land and acreage, and. All like sold it for like only $90,000 just Stop to like, get cash and unload it. Then she cashed in like her pension and she put in for retirement so she could whatever. And then supposedly the day that they left was the day before her last day of work before she retired. <gasps> so like all of this stuff was, like, oh, it adds very up very much adding up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just definitely a cuckoo story. And I'm very curious about like how this is all going to, they've, they've been missing for days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Interesting. Some crazy story. I, yes, I'm very interested to see. Uh-huh. What the hell? hmm Well, damn.
0: And now, like, I, even so today, and I agree with this, just because she went of her own free will does not mean she's still not technically under duress. Obviously, this person is, like, a, he's, like, a legit murderer.
1: hmm but he could so be charming. Him,
0: exactly. Him charming, manipulative, yep. you know, whatever.
1: Yep. So
0: it's like, you know, she thinks that they're going off on this romantic getaway, but what is, what's actually happening? Correct. Correct. But yeah, crazy cuckoo bananas. I cannot wait to see how, it, how yeah. it
1: unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I'm interested too.
0: That's nuts. It's crazy. That's Crazy. crazy. Yeah. So wow. hopefully, like I said, hopefully by the time this... Uh, this post will have an answer yeah. to what happened yeah. to them, but yeah, I thought that was a crazy story. I wanted wow. to share that.
1: So it was actually kind of a true crime headline, yeah, yeah, just without the actual headline. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And I know their both of their last name is White, but they're not. In any way, like related or anything like that, but like they that, just happen. That have makes the same it a little name. bit weirder. Yeah, it's like just weird. Like it's yeah. such a weird. It's very weird. Yeah,
1: like I would never be with somebody who has the same last name as me because I would like, like, just
0: think like yeah,
1: somewhere ugh. down the line we're related. Yes, eventually.
0: So I will tell you, I used to. I went out on like two dates with this dude who we didn't have the exact same last name, but it was close enough. And now I'm Italian, so you know when when you're when the Italians come over uh, to America, right, as immigrants, Mm. a lot of the times they would, like, Americanize the last name. Right. Well, my last name is the Americanized version of what his last name was.
1: And I have
0: relatives or, you know, my family descends from people in Italy with his last name. Yeah, no, that's weird. Correct. And we went out on, like, two dates. And, like, it i'm like Ugh.
1: <laughs> just kidding can't do this <laughs> like, by
0: zero evidence that we were in any way shape or form related but it like still even like uh, generations uh, and generations mm-hmm. separated it still would have totally creeped me out
1: yes Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. i feel like that's the normal reaction or that yeah. should be the normal reaction yeah just saying Uh, no thanks no thanks and
0: then i you know see his facebook post, and i'm like "Ooh, dodged a bullet there okay (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mm. all right so tonight i am going to be telling the story of the disappearance of asia degree Mm. um my resources for tonight uh were fbi.com jet magazine and wikipedia
1: okay i actually don't know if i know this story
0: You probably do not because I did not until I I like these uh, until I saw it on a list and decided to run with it. So Harold and Akilah Degree married on Valentine's Day in 1988 uh, their son, O'Brien, was born a year later, and Asia was born on August 5th, 1990. The degrees raised both of their children in their home on Oak Crest Ave in, the, in a subdivision in a rural area just north of Shelby, North Carolina, which was on the western side of the Charlotte, North Carolina metropolitan area. Okay. Both of them worked regular jobs nearby. Uh, The children were latchkey kids and would let themselves in after school where their parents expected that by the time they got home, they would either be done with their homework or doing their homework correct. (laughs) so very um strict household uh, strict household but it doesn't seem to be like a overbearingly strict household Mm -hmm. um they made sure that their children's were their children's their children were pretty insulated from um outside influences um their life was very much centered around their family their extended family most of which lived in the same neighborhood where they lived Mm -hmm. um they went to school they went to church and that was pretty much. Much where their whole life kind of really revolved around. Okay. The degrees didn't even have a computer in the house, so it was very... Again, I don't want to say strict and... uh, It wasn't strict and overbearing in any way, but it was definitely a regimented household. Yeah.
1: Which there's Um, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not.
0: Uh, So Akilah had said that Aisha was cautious, shy, and very content to stay within those limits that were set by her parents. Mm -hmm. And she said, quote, she was scared to death of dogs. I never thought she would go out of the house. So Aisha seemed to kind of fit into this lifestyle because she seemed to be a very timid Mm -hmm. child and very cautious, just Mm -hmm. like a very much aware of her surroundings type of a kid. So Asia was in fourth grade at the nearby Falston Elementary School, going into a three-day weekend on the second week of February in the year 2000. The Cleveland County Schools were closed on Friday, February 11th, and while the degrees still had to work, the children spent the day at their aunt's house, which was in the same neighborhood um, as they lived. They also went to their youth basketball practices that afternoon that were held at their school. Uh, the following day Asia's basketball team lost its first game of the season um, she was really upset because she was the star point guard of the gate or of the team and she had gotten a personal foul that had cost a point and she, uh, her parents said that she was really upset about it she was crying with her teammates after the the game um, but you know she seemed to like a kid shake it off and yeah. wound up watching her brother's game after hers was done Mm-hmm. On February 13th, Sunday, the children went to church and returned home. Um, At around 8 p.m. that night, they went into their room to start getting ready for bed. Uh, Almost an hour later, the power went out in the neighborhood. Uh, There was a nearby car accident, which knocked the power out. Um, Power came back on around 1230 a.m., which is around the time that Harold checked on the kids in their bed and saw both Asia and Bryant asleep. Okay. He checked again. Uh, Shortly before, he went to bed at around 2.30 a.m. on February, early morning, February 14th. And again, both of them were asleep in their beds. Shortly after Harold checked on the kids, O'Brien, then around age 10, recalls hearing Aisha's bed squeak. He didn't look over because he kind of figured she was just adjusting. Yeah, changing positions, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But apparently, it was around this time that Aisha got out of bed, taking a book bag that she had previously packed with several sets of clothes and personal items and left the house. Wait,
1: what? What? Yeah. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Akila wakes up
0: at 5:45 a.m. to get the kids ready for school. Um, she got a bath started for them because they weren't able to take a bath the night before because, of course, power the was power, out. Yeah. Yep. So she went in to go actually get them up a little earlier than normal. February 14th was a kind of an important day in the house because not only was it Valentine's Day, it was also the degrees' wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So she went into the room, excited to wake the kids up for the day. O'Brien was in his bed, but Asia was not. Oh boy. Um, Akilah was unable to find her in the house. She even went outside and looked in the cars to see if she went outside and was asleep in the car, just like, you know, desperately mm-hmm. anywhere she could look for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she told Harold that she couldn't find asia and he suggested that maybe she had gone across the street to his mother's house um, when akila called over there her sister-in-law said that asia was not there um quote that's when i went into panic mode i heard a car next door i put shoes on and i ran outside akila called her mother who then told her to call the police mm-hmm. by 6:40 a.m the first police officers had arrived on the scene uh, police dogs called to the scene, could not pick up Aisha's scent. Um, perhaps too much time had passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, apparently, it was rainy the night before.
1: Oh, yeah, that's not going to help anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Akila went
0: through the neighborhood yelling for Asia. She said that she woke everybody up by 7 a.m. She was out there running around looking for her. Um, friends, family, neighbors canceled their plans for the day to assist police in searching the vicinity. Uh, their pastor, along with other area clergymen, Came To the degree's home to help to comfort them, support mm-hmm. them, uh, be there for them uh, while the initial search was beginning. But by day's end, all that had been found was a mitten, which Akila Degree said did not belong to Asia, noting that no winter clothing had been taken from the house.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Local news coverage prompted two drivers who had seen Asia walking along the road early that morning to report the sightings to police. Uh, between 3.45 and 4.15 a.m., a truck driver and a motorist both saw her walking south along Highway 18, just north of the junction with Highway 180, wearing a long sleeve white t-shirt and white pants. The motorist said that he had turned around and kind of circled a couple of times because he said it was, quote, strange to see such a small child out, out by herself, yeah, especially, especially that, that hour. early." Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he had circled and he saw Asia run into the woods by the roadside and disappear. Um, it was a rainy night. The witness said that there was a storm raging when he saw her. Aww. County Sheriff Dan Crawford said, quote, we're pretty sure it was her because the description they gave were consistent with what we know she was wearing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, He added that they also both saw her at the same place heading in the same direction. So again, corroborating these two witnesses who don't really have anything to gain, both see the same thing at the same time in that same space. So, yeah the next day february 15th candy wrappers were found in a shed at a nearby business along the highway near where asia had been seen running into the woods along with the candy wrappers they found a pencil a marker and a mickey mouse hair bow Mm -hmm. that were identified as belonging to asia also they found a photograph of a young black girl around asia's age who has yet to be identified so was it a schoolmate was it a pen pal was it you know they don't they have no idea who this little girl was in this photograph it was the only trace of her found during the initial search on february 16th akila realized that asia's bedroom was missing her favorite clothing including a pair of blue jeans with a red stripe a week later, the search was called off after 9,000 hours had been invested in the search of the two to three mile radius of from where she had last been seen. Flyers had been posted all over the area and 300 leads had been submitted that ranged from possible sightings to tips about abandoned houses and wells where mm-hmm. Asia may mm-hmm.
1: have fallen. Mm hmm. That's smart. That's the smart mm-hmm. thing to give tips about. Mm-hmm. I never would have even thought about mm-hmm. that. Okay, uh, But quote, we have never
0: really had that first good substantial lead, said County Sheriff Dan Crawford at a news conference, and he urged the media to keep the story alive. At that news conference on February 22nd, Crawford said that he was going long range with the search for Asia. Both the FBI and North Carolina's State Bureau of Investigation, or the SBI, Mm -hmm. I will be. So FBI and SBI will be referring to them as such going forward. um, (laughs) Both got involved and put her on their respective databases of missing children. Mm -hmm. While the agencies were done searching in the area of her home and the route that they knew, uh, quote, were following everything, he insisted. From Akilah's account of what Asia had taken with her, investigators believe that she had planned and prepared for this departure over several days preceding her disappearance.
1: Well, yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, if she had that backpack ready to go and she obviously knew what time to go where, you know, the whole house would be sleeping or mm-hmm. she could sneak out without... Mm-hmm. Not without being noticed,
0: right? But quote, she's not your typical runaway," observed SBI agent Bart Burpo. Um, another expert, Ben Ermini of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, noted that most children who run away are at least twelve. She wasn't yet ten. She would have been turning ten that August. It was February when she when she left. Mm-hmm. An FBI agent also pointed to the lack of any issue that she may have been running away from. So there was no dysfunction in the family mm-hmm. uh, to note. And she didn't have any poor academic performance, which is kind of the two more common reasons why a child would run away from home. Mm -hmm. But still investigators believe that was the most likely explanation for her departure, but that for some reason she either got off track or unfortunately and sadly was abducted. Yeah, yeah. The media attention went national a month after Asia's disappearance. The Degree family appeared on the Montel Williams show to call attention to the case. Uh, Both America's Most Wanted and Oprah Winfrey show devoted segments to Asia's disappearance. On August 3rd, 2001, so uh, about a year and a half later, just before her birthday, Aisha's book bag and other items were discovered during a construction project off Highway 18 in Burke County near Morganton, about 26 miles north of Shelby. Holy crap. Yeah. It was wrapped in a plastic bag. The worker who found it said the book bag contained Aisha's name and phone number. The FBI took it to their headquarters for further analysis. Uh, Results from the testing have not been shared publicly. Oh, wow. To date, it is the last evidence found in the case. 2001. Wow. Mm-hmm. On the 20th anniversary of her disappearance, of February of 2020, the FBI confirmed that the book bag contained a copy of Dr. Seuss's McGilligot's Pool and a t shirt depicting the band New Kids on the Block. I mean, good taste. Right? But like super random, yeah, right? Yeah, very random. Very, very random. Um, and the book was uh, from the library at her elementary school. Hmm. hmm later leads have turned out to be dead ends um in 2004 acting on a tip reportedly received from an inmate at the county jail the sheriff's office began digging at an intersection in lawndale and there were bones that were found but they were uh they turned out to be from an animal
1: wow i mean good but good but oh i know i know
0: the degrees took steps to keep asia's memory and the case alive in the public's mind in 2008 they established a scholarship in her name for Mm -hmm. a deserving local student Mm -hmm. Uh, they host an annual walk to raise awareness and money to fund their continued search Mm -hmm. Uh, the walk starts at their home and ends at the missing persons billboard for asia along highway 18 near where she was last seen Uh, they originally held the walk on february 14th but it was changed to february 7th in 2015 and then february 6th in 2016 because harold and akila felt it wasn't fair for participants to make valentine's day a somber occasion
1: i mean they don't need to be considerate like that you know i know i know that like
0: totally i was like how fucking selfless. Yeah. And uh, and there's there there's zero going, reason for you to be this selfless.
1: Exactly. It's exactly. If anything, they have every right to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Damn, those, yeah. they're good people.
0: <laughs> the grace and the strength, I just don't know if no. that's anything I would ever be able to find.
1: Nope, definitely not.
0: Pictures of Asia, both real and digitally aged progressed by investigators, still decorate the degree house quote I fully expect her to walk through the door Akila says Akilah Degree said in a 2013 interview with Jet that her daughter's disappearance had not gotten as much media attention over the years as some subsequent cases of missing children because Asia was black quote missing white children get more attention I don't understand why I know if you ask them they will say it's not racial oh really I'm not going to argue because I have common sense
1: (laughs) amen girlfriend amen
0: yeah so in february 2015 the fbi announced that fbi agents cleave um okay i'm sorry in february 2015 the fbi announced that a fbi agents cleveland county sheriff office investigators and the sbi we're re-examining the case and re-interviewing witnesses. Mm-hmm. They also announced a reward of up to $25,000 for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or persons responsible for her disappearance. Mm-hmm. There's also a community group that's offering an additional $20,000 reward. Wow. The FBI announced 15 months later, after the reopening of the case in May 2016, that their re-investigation of the case had turned up a possible new lead. Oh, they disclosed that Asia may have been seen getting into a dark green early 1970s Lincoln Continental Mark IV, or possibly a Ford Thunderbird from that same era, mm-hmm. along Route 18 near where she was last seen later that night. Oh, it was described as having rust around its wheel wells. Um, In September 2017, the FBI announced that its child abduction rapid deployment or CARD team was in Cleveland County to assist in the investigation and, quote, provide on the ground investigative technical behavioral analysis and analytical support to find out more about what happened to Asia. Mm -hmm. The team worked alongside FBI Charlotte employees, Cleveland County Sheriff's Office investigators and North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation agents for 10 days. The agencies also met several times a month. Oh, I'm sorry the agencies also meet several times a month to go over the latest on the investigation since September 2017 local agents and investigators have conducted approximately 300 interviews wow yeah um, on October 8, uh, in October of 2018 the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office detectives appealed for information from the public about two the two items of, inf- of interest that were found in Asia's book bag mm. the Miellacotts pool by Dr Sp- Dr Seuss which was borrowed from the Falston elementary School Library in early 2000
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the New Kids on the Block concert t-shirt. An investigator said that the items are vital clues. Hmm. In November 2000, an inmate named Marcus Mellon, who was a, who was convicted of sex crimes against children in 2014, wrote a letter to the Shelby star claiming that Aisha had been murdered and he knew where to find her. But in February 2021, Cleveland County Sheriff Alan Norman announced that Mellon's claims had led to another dead end. Ugh. In her North Carolina hometown, Asia has become known as Shelby's sweetheart. Uh, from the day that she disappeared, her family and community have lent their efforts to the search to find her. Anyone with information in the Cleveland County area can call the Cleveland County Sheriff's Office at 704-484-4822 or the local FBI at 704-672-6100. Call the FBI nationally at 1-800-CALL-FBI, and you can go to their website, which is tips.fbi.gov. If you use the website, provide your information, and reference Asia Degree, that information will be sent through to the case team so they can follow up. Um, You can also contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, or NCMEC, at 1-800-THE-LOST, or 1-800-843-5678 we will put all of this on our instagram absolutely and in the story notes on our feed Uh, people can report information anonymously and that is the story of the disappearance of asia
1: degree that is insane Mm -hmm. how there's like nothing yeah and it's like like the
0: seeming purpose list. the the way it seems that though she purposely left the house um and like planned it for a couple of days made sure that she was all packed and left with zero indication that this was ever going to be a thing that she was going to do yeah and for seemingly no reason like any home reason why she was doing this um is shocking because she was so young right um that this would be something that she would again choose to do um i'm very curious if that little girl who was in the photo, the in the stuff that they found was like maybe a pen pal for, at another town, and she and went to she go was visit trying to go visit, right? Like yeah. I just uh, who could, knows, right?
1: Like who knows what's going on in the yeah. mind of a nine year old girl, you know? how isn't wouldn't there be a way that they could try to find out who that person is in the picture? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there has to be some way because I feel like that would be a huge. Huge piece of information and a big clue. And maybe this person has answers, maybe they don't, but it would be nice to have that option Mm -hmm. to be able to be like, hey, do you know who this person is? Do you know anything? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really sad one. I, you know,
0: I don't know. I was just trying to research some um, more unknown cases. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we had gotten an email from a a listener asking about, you know, and asking us to do some uh, stories about lesser known cases. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I wanted to try and do is just kind of search for ones that I don't know about ones that I don't think are super publicized, Mm -hmm. um, or have stayed kind of local stories in wherever they are. Yeah. Um, And Asia came up on my list and uh, decided that she was going to be the first story that I told on this unknown uh, victim's. Uh, Lists that I'm trying to accumulate. Yeah, Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, but like I said, so similar to what we did when um, when I did the story for the Delphi murders, and we put out the information about um, you know how to contact if you have any tips or any information, Mm -hmm. we'll do the same for Asia. Like I said, um, we'll put it on our Instagram stories for this for this particular story, and we will also put it on the um, episode notes in the episode notes for uh, on our feed. So you'll be able to have that information whenever you need it, if you need it. Um, But yeah,
1: so keep, keep the story alive. Talk about her. Yep. And especially if you're in that area or Mm -hmm. um, maybe if you're not, but you know, somebody from that area, pass on the information. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't know about it and they could help in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything anything would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. And you think about it, she was, uh, she would be turning 32 this
0: year. Uh, she would be, she's 31 now. This is the year that she'd be turning 32. So think about that age group. If you're kind of in that similar age group, if you're from around that area or mm-hmm. you know somebody who is and is from that age group, maybe they saw something, maybe they knew something, maybe they went to school with Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, we're not a huge podcast, but I know we have listeners everywhere. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's why we always tell you guys to tell a friend because you never know who's going to, to listen one day and have the answer. So, yep,
1: Um, yeah. Keep, keep spreading the word. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Well, that was, that was a very sad story, mm-hmm. but thank you for telling it and bringing it to light. Yeah. And like you said, we may not have all the listeners in all the land, but at least we have a good a good base of listeners that we love so much mm-hmm. that like you said could tell their friend and maybe maybe they could crack the case you know you know maybe they could be an armchair sleuth i mean mm-hmm. it's a real thing and i'm not saying that to be facetious well, i'm no, saying that look at the last story
0: that i did about it was solved after 55 years yes that boy who went missing and his yes. friends were the ones to solve it that's why i said you know you think about people that you knew from back then if you're from that area
1: you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe you know something that you don't realize you know you mm-hmm. know you mm-hmm. know and especially if um, it turns out that you went to school with her or one of your family members went to school with her, maybe they know something about her home life that mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. else knew that could also be a clue, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, But damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, thank you for sharing that story. Yep. I really hope we could get an update soon and a ver- and a positive update. Yeah, let's hope. So fingers crossed on that. Mm-hmm. If you would like to hear more stories like that, um, because I think I might join Charlie in picking lesser known stories. I think mm-hmm. that is a great idea. And, you know, because the better known ones, while they're enticing, they've been done a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'll be a good thing to do. Um, so you'd like to hear more stories or if you, ha- you know of a lesser known um, crime or murder or anything like that, Send us an email, yeah. uh, bedcrime storiespod at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on one of our socials uh, on Twitter and Instagram. We're at bedcrime stories. Um, you know, tell a friend. Maybe they have an unknown s- story and they could contribute to the list. We'd, mm-hmm. we'd love to have it. Um, so, yeah, tell your friends, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Be kind to one another mm-hmm. it means more than you could ever know mm-hmm. um this world today sucks mm-hmm. and we excuse me and we all know it so let's not add to it yeah and it seems like it just keeps getting worse doesn't yeah it? yeah sure shit does um but I hope you guys have a good rest of your day, night, mm-hmm. whatever time you're listening. We'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm. But until then, sweet dreams.
0: Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin MacLeod at com, Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.